0: Welcome to POP, my name is Pastor Tony Katko, and this is a shortened version of our sermon from November 13th. We decided to do a short series on this short book in the Bible, Ecclesiastes, and some of what I'm going to share today I got from a meditation that a group called The Liturgists put out. And I love this little book, Ecclesiastes. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. It's full of unexpected wisdom so let's jump in here's how ecclesiastes begins the words of the teacher son of david king in jerusalem meaningless meaningless says the teacher utterly meaningless everything is meaningless what do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun generations come and generations go but the earth remains forever The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north, round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear its fill of hearing. What has been will be again what has been done will be done again there is nothing new under the sun is there anything of which one can say look this is something new it was here already long ago it was here before our time no one remembers the former generations and even those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow them i the teacher was king over israel and jerusalem I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. What a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Feeling inspired yet? If you want a feel good passage from scripture, (laughs) the book of Ecclesiastes is not it. And the teacher says over and over again, throughout this entire little book, everything in life is meaningless. I've seen it all and it's all meaningless. In some other translations, it says vanity, vanity of vanities, everything is vanity. But when you look at the Hebrew, the Hebrew word for vanity or meaningless is the word Havel. And Havel, it literally means vapor vapor. It's like smoke in the wind. Havel is something you can see in the air but before you know it, it's gone. It's something that's passing, fleeting, temporary. The most common current scientific understanding of our universe says that our universe is somewhere around 13.7 billion years old and the earth is about 4.5 billion years old. But human beings, we've only been around for a little less than 200,000 years. To help put those numbers into perspective, if you held out your arms, and that distance from fingertip to fingertip represented Earth's geological history, and then you took a nail file and you filed off just a little bit from the edge of one of your fingernails, that would wipe out all of human history. Life on Earth, everything we know is just this fraction of a speck of dust in time and space. We're here for a few moments, and then we're gone. It's all vapor. But think of how much of life we spend trying to hold on to that vapor. We want security in life. We want a, a good, stable retirement. We want stability and wealth and power We want to look young. We want to create this perfect image of ourselves and a legacy that'll last forever. And Ecclesiastes says, look, all that striving, the pursuit of all for which we toil under the sun is vanity, it's meaningless, chavel, vapor. Jesus says this about the vapor of life. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in And steal. Seeing the world for vapor, acknowledging our mortality, it might seem depressing, but it doesn't have to be. There's actually something freeing about seeing the vapor of life for what it is. Think back to when you were younger. What were the things that worried you, that seemed really important? Maybe it was things like who gets left out on the playground. A little later, who's popular in middle school and who's dating who in high school. And if you've been separated from that for a decade or a few decades, even if you remember how important it felt at the time, now we can see in the scheme of life how trivial and temporary those worries really were. For me, it was that sixth to 12th grade time that was really a struggle. And like everyone, I was trying to figure out who I was and where I fit in. I felt awkward, I didn't have a whole lot of friends, but the real fear, my biggest fear, was that I would never find a place to belong. The fear was that life would be like this forever. If I could go back and tell my teenage self one thing, I know what it would be. I would say, don't worry, things won't be like this forever. Life gets so much better than middle school. But here's the reality, however old we are now, when you step back far enough, the things that we worry about now as adults, they aren't any different. All of that ultimately is vapor too. The election results, vapor. The economy, vapor. Your house and student loans, vapor. Your reputation and your health, vapor the rise and fall of nations and empires, all of that is vapor, Havel. It doesn't mean that none of that matters, it just means it doesn't last. And seeing each moment for vapor, it has this power to transform how we go through life. When we realize that these moments are all we have in this short life we've been given, then we can start to appreciate them for the gifts that they are, instead of just trying to make it through to the next thing. Think of what life is like for new parents. And whether you've been a parent or not, it's easy to see that that phase in life is equal parts difficult and beautiful. And if you start with infants, that sleep deprived stage, it can feel like it'll never end and you'll always go through life as a zombie And then you wake up one day, and you wonder where that time went, because it's gone. My wife and I have young kids, but our youngest is no longer a baby. She's a toddler running around and screaming because she wants to, not just because she's hungry, which it turns out she still is screaming most of the time, but at least she's choosing to now. But the other reality is that most nights, she sleeps through The night, it's a miracle. There's something about that early phase in life. Even though it's hard, if you are a young parent, if you have young kids, almost anyone will tell you, enjoy it while it lasts. We all know it's precious because it goes so fast. So let me ask you, what are you worried about now? What stresses are keeping you up at night? Because whatever it is, It may be really serious and difficult and heartbreaking, but whatever it is, it's vapor. Eventually, it's going to the dust along with everything else. And seeing the vapor of life for what it is, it wakes us up to this beautiful reality. No matter what tomorrow brings, today is a gift. No matter what happens in the next moment, this moment is a gift, this breath. Is a miracle. I think part of what Jesus came to do was to wake us up. Stop going through life on autopilot. Look around you, see how God is at work right here and now. In John's Gospel, Jesus says that he came so that we might have life and have it to the full. Jesus tells us, don't waste your time only worrying. Don't waste your time always searching to try to get something that you already have. This moment, every moment, is a gift from God. May we praise God for that gift.